Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Honey Miner. Want to start mining but never had the technical skills or time? Honey Miner is the answer. Honey Miner is a one-click install mining software that downloads directly to your computer and earns you Bitcoin. No more writing scripts or configurations. Just download the desktop app and start mining immediately. What are you waiting for? Go to HoneyMiner.com and start earning Bitcoin while you sleep today. That's HoneyMiner.com, on Twitter at GetHoneyMiner, and Telegram at T.me backslash HoneyMiner. I'm Bitcoin Birch, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu Betts. Uh, this is Wrecked Podcast, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Um, we are here today with our other two fantastic hosts, Chamber. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you know, uh, doing pretty good. Made a, uh, I think, uh, one of the first positive trades in like I don't know seven months today. So there you go, <laughs> buddy. There you go. Get the monkey off the back. Get it. The big monkey on the rock. <laughs> I don't feel like the big monkey on the rock. Yet. <laughs> What uh, what was this trade? Uh, it was my Neo trade. Oh, bought some Neo. Back, you were talking about that. Sold yeah. at a profit. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. Did Just... you sell it all? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we are we are graced with the presence of Cynthia Wood today. Cynthia, how are you? I'm here for this one. Yeah, I had to be on here. for I had to be on for Joel. She, so. she she's here for this so one and. Uh, Speaking of, we have our very special guest today who was actually hanging out with Cynthia at Voices of Blockchain in Chicago um, this weekend uh, of Bitcoin Provado, Bitcoin Birch. How you doing, man? What's going on, everybody? Very, very excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for coming on. We're definitely excited to have you. Um, I got to ask you guys, how was the conference? You know, uh, the conference was incredible, and I think uh, it was the people that made it. You know, there's a couple things that went on from an infrastructure standpoint, but the the conference itself was great because it was honestly, it was just such a huge group of people who were equally as passionate as me and as Cynthia, you know, uh, about crypto. And I had a blast. I met a ton of new people, so I can only say good things about it. It was a great time. I got, I, and I even said, like, I've been to a few conferences, more than a few conferences this year, and I was at Consensus and everything else, and this was by far my favorite conference, just because it was smaller, um, we still had a great turnout, um, but I connected with a bunch of great people who were doing huge things in this space, yeah. and I tweeted about it earlier that, like, I felt, I felt when I left that I was like more rejuvenated and more excited about this space that I connected with these people who were so smart and just doing huge things and I get to call them my friends. So I felt really lucky and just, it was, it was a great turnout. It was a great time. I felt like it was like a docs fest. 
Yeah. There's a couple fresh doxes for sure. Yeah. We saw we finally got to see friend of the show, Crypto Chris Walken, uh doxing himself all over yeah. the internet. So that Handsome was cool. son of a bitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it looked like it looked like an awesome time. Um I saw some pictures from, you know, that you posted, Cynthia, and that just everybody was out there posting. And it looked like just kind of, you know, a big, awesome, passionate gathering of everybody that, you know, is yeah, really... Yeah, and speaking of doxing, I had to delete a video off of Twitter because I had, <laughs> may or may not have kind of doxed nigh in a video <laughs> from the Beeksy party. I mean, realistically, how much more do we need to see? I feel like I could point them out. I could pick him out of a lineup pretty easily at this point. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can. Just he, by his he, eyes and his voice, like, yeah. you know who he is. Well, yeah. he's the one running around yelling, it's your boy, she'll nice. So. Yeah. It's your boy. Right. You know. Anyway, cool, hey, man. The BC so that, party was great, though. The BC party was. I'm actually, I know you guys can't see it on the podcast, but. On my hangout, I'm wearing. Oh, there you are. Keep, keep calm, calm and, and trade. trade on Beeksy. And, uh, so wait, Beeksy, what's Beeksy? Tell me. Uh, Beeksy is about to overtake Binance, you guys. That's they, right. Uh, they, they got any tokens? <laughs> you heard oh, it yeah. here first. Link. <laughs> I am very bullish on Beeksy. They have one of the only partnerships in crypto. Period. Uh, with their their backend, I think it's their order books. Is that what it is, Joel? It's their matching engine. Yeah, it's one take. Yeah, they provide the matching. One engine take. For... That's what it is. It's uh, they're doing some big things, and the the devs behind the scenes are like the smartest people I've ever met. They uh, they like moved in together, and we're working day and night to get this yep. exchange going. And their interface is amazing. They're smart, amazing people, and. I am a huge Binance fan. That's like the only place I trade. And if I'm saying BC is about to overtake Binance, oh boy. that's a big deal. You're that's spitting on fire. That's, that's awesome. Well, yeah, like I said, uh, me, well, me and Chamber held down the fort uh, from home because, yeah. you know, we are not nearly as... Uh, Some of us got to pay invited. the bills around here. No. Yeah, because we, we weren't invited, exactly. But, you know, maybe maybe next year, that's for sure. So, uh, but anyway, Birch, thanks for coming on, man. We no appreciate doubt. it. Um, you know, we like to get these started with our guests, um, you know, by finding out a little bit about how you kind of started your crypto journey. Where'd you, how long you been in the space? Where'd you, um, you know, where'd you come from and, and how you got to where you are today? Well, uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked. So I got into the space. Uh, I accidentally bought the bottom on, <laughs> Me on too. Bitcoin. Uh, oh, no, I didn't know. No, <laughs> the opposite of that. No, you purposely bought the top. Chamber. That's right. That's, 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 that's what, what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, it's what happened. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, you know, I've been familiar with Bitcoin going back, you know, I can't tell you the exact date, but it was pre 2015, but it was September 2015 that I bought my first Bitcoin and actually started, I bought 10 Bitcoin and, uh, the price was around $200 a piece and I bought it so that way I could transfer some funds over to BitStars, a casino. Mm -hmm. I happened to be in Vegas at the time actually. And, um, I don't really... I don't really drink much, so I was up pretty early and my friends weren't. So I wanted to play some blackjack on BitStars and I was like, yeah, let me check out that, you know, I know they accept Bitcoin, you know, I've heard of that before. Coinbase already existed by then, so I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I like to say I'm not an OG. Uh, some people have, 
have mistaken me for someone who's been around since like 2013, but that's not the case. September 2015, and I started trading in early uh, or mid, I would say middle 2016, and then got full time in 2017, and now here we are. So I've been around for a while, um, but I got into to to play some blackjack. That's cool. I uh, actually have a similar story. I first found Bitcoin um, trying to deposit on my sports book and so we <laughs> come from a similar space there Bunchu i was is a gambling degenerate and that's how he found I mean, bitcoin <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I i'm think still a gambling degenerate the, well, <laughs> you know fine I think, then i at least i'm in good company then there you go. i was gonna say i think the podcast dyna- uh, the dynamic is bunch is the gambler i'm the drug addict and cynthia is the dr- <laughs> and cynthia is the drinker and then all, and we all come together to have these fantastic, amazing guests on that are smarter and better than all of us. So, um, but great. yeah, that that's pretty cool. So, did you, you know, when you picked up trading, uh, did you come from that kind of background? Uh, how'd you get into, you know, trading? Because that's kind of, you know, what you do now is uh, at Bravado, correct? Yeah, yeah, and even today, you know, I'm not. You're not going to hear me calling myself some type of an expert. My background was not in trading. I had traded and, or at least attempted to trade forex uh, prior to getting into trading Bitcoin or trading alts. Uh, my background is in startups and sales and uh, training in particular. So, um, I spent I spent most of my career uh, in the startup space. Uh, but I did start, you know, and and we'll get to the wreck stories. But you know, I, I started and I learned. I learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Um, but it was about a year ago when I started Bravado that I was starting to really get proficient, starting to see a lot of success. But most importantly, I was meeting other people who were way better than me, who did have ten years of experience trading or uh, who had been around for a while. And those are the people I I surround myself with today. And those are the people who who continue to help push me uh, on the trading side. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I think that's. One of the, one of the, the beauty things about we always say about doing this podcast is we get to talk to people like yourself and uh, you know some of our other guests that are much much uh, well much better versed at, at this yeah. than we are and so it's it's very cool to get to talk to people like yourself and others that you know have the experience and and we we always joke do your own podcast because that's how we do some research on this show. <laughs> do your own podcast yeah, but i think like in the name of being wrecked it's cool for others to hear like joel has got it going on he's got a huge office in chicago like he's doing bitcoin bravado they're super successful and he didn't get in not too long ago so it's not out of the realm for anybody else who's interested in you know getting involved in this space he's not a quote-unquote og uh but he's super successful and he's doing it and he has a lot of great content and uh thank you i've been following him since the beginning of my journey so i was gonna say i think uh before before i got into crypto twitter very heavily um i think i got into it via some like whiskey wednesdays yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I used to watch us all the time. Yeah, me too. Um, actually, and I think yeah. <laughs> like that that definitely had, um, definitely had a, a, a push for me to get more into the onto the Twitter side, following you guys. Yeah, and your offices yeah. are dope. Yeah, yeah the, dope the as office, shit. The office is sick. We're moving to uh, the board of trade next week, so we're actually gonna. You're moving. We're, yeah, okay. we're gonna be at the uh, actual SIBO. So I saw yeah. you tweet a picture of that, and I wasn't yeah. sure if that's what that meant. So that's it's pretty kind cool. of a big deal, you guys. No, no, not at all, not at all. But I, but no. I have been fortunate to meet a lot of really great people over there, so I'm looking forward to stepping it up. You yeah, know? you should be that's proud awesome. of that, though. You are a big deal, and you have a great team. <laughs> You're and... a big deal to us. Yeah, oh, true. He's a big deal are a big to deal everybody. To me. You guys are doing it. I'm fanboy. 
going out right now. Oh, yeah. so, oh, thank wow. You. All right. <laughs> awesome, no, man. Right. Yeah, well, well, thanks for sharing some of that with us. Um, uh-huh. I mean, we are Wrecked Podcast, so let's get right to it. So tell us, uh, tell us some of the your biggest wrecks on like how you've how you did have you know not coming from a trading background to getting into it full time. I'm sure, like you said, you've learned some lessons the hard way. Can you share a couple of those stories with us? Yeah, I'd be glad to. I think you know one man's wreck is another man's learning opportunity, and uh, you know you hear this you hear the saying sometimes, or you know we've all heard the saying you know if you think you have it bad, someone else has it worse. I thought I I thought I got wrecked until I listened to BitLord's episode. <laughs> huh? Man, shout yeah. out BitLord. Yeah. Damn. Like, let's just have a moment in silence for that. Yeah, Seriously, no doubt. No doubt. Jeez, Polo. All right, but uh, yeah. So it's kind of I've had I've I figure I'll share three three simple uh, and, and brief wrecked stories with you from each stage of my journey. So at the very beginning, before I even started trading crypto. I obviously got into gamble, and the thing is, I'm I'm pretty good at blackjack, or at least I've always I've always thought that I was pretty good at blackjack. I would go to the casino and I'd play a lot of blackjack, and when I go to Vegas, I could spend 12 hours at a blackjack table. I'm just kind of a numbers nerd. I just I, I like that kind of stuff. I'm a degenerate gambler, so big fantasy player, things like that. So um, to get into to get into crypto, you know, I was playing blackjack online, and as it turns out, it's totally rigged. <laughs> blackjack online is a total yep, fucking yes it scam. Is. <laughs> You know, it's 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 single deck shuffle nonstop. You can't count. There's no. It's 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 a losing game. It's a forty eight percent game. So, uh, anyways, I'm, I'm still a degenerate nonetheless. And um, just on BitStars before I transferred um, Bitcoin out and moved it on to Coinbase, when I realized it was doing better just sitting in my Coinbase than it was in my casino account, I lost about fifty Bitcoin playing blackjack. So uh, my worst my my worst hand was. My worst hand was about three and a half Bitcoin on one hand of blackjack. Oh. So, you know, when you when you quantify those, uh, you know, those numbers about a year and a half later, it's you know, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money today. It's a lot of money then. And and we're talking about not a lot of hands either. I was just being stupid. <laughs> just yeah. fuck oh, it. It's, it's fake money. You know, you throw yeah. a thousand bucks and you throw another. Th- I mean, eventually I built up a bankroll again. I, I used to play a lot, man. It- well, and then that's what happens when you're, because I've I've played a little online blackjack at uh, in my day as well, and then you know that's how they get you. They'll bait you in with a couple a couple. You think you got the advantage, and then whack, and then they just get you right back. And then they smack you down. The so, second you the second you up your bet, you're toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so you know that's that's always been a stinger. But then as as I as I got into trading and I started to decide that I wanted to pursue this, and I didn't get onto Twitter or Telegram until. Um, well, I got on Telegram middle of 2017. I didn't get on a Twitter until late 2017. So I actually started my Twitter in like September, I think. I, I had a Twitter account before, but I basically started Bitcoin Birch in September. Um, for that same reason, I just I wanted to get more into the space and learn from more people. But I spent a long time on YouTube, on Baby Pips, on TradingView, on all sorts of different resources, Investopedia, just trying to figure out how to trade. Mm-hmm. And so I started by just learning candle patterns. And I think that's how a lot of people start. I just happened to make the mistake of trying to swing trade Ethereum on GDAX for a living before I knew what I was doing before I knew what I was doing so my story with Ethereum is once I moved all of my bit my Bitcoin off of the casino and onto Coinbase I started you know I started just buying more Bitcoin and I basically spent a year just buying Bitcoin I was like this is going to be huge and I accumulated a pretty good stack of Bitcoin <clears throat> and when the ETF for the Winklevi got denied um, in early 2017 
I had this and, you know, I had dabbled with some alts and stuff just from an investment standpoint, but I hadn't traded. I went all in on, on Ethereum and I bought a lot of Ethereum at about $11. Um, you know, a lot of Ethereum. That's a good price. That's and, a good, I was just going to say. Now, <laughs> I had, you know, let me interject and say, yeah. he, he uh, refers to the Winklevoss twins as the Winklevi. That's my favorite The, the thing, plural yeah. of Winklevoss. That's hilarious. Absolutely. I've never heard that. I, don't really know, I, I love that. I think it's yeah, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite reference to them. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So to make a, a long story short, uh, just trying to swing trade Ether over the course of about two months while Ether was moving from like 10, it would go from like 10 bucks, 20, and then 15, and then 30, and then 20. And I had never seen that kind of, like, this is when Ether was just going nuts. Other alts were, were not really moving. Bitcoin wasn't really moving. Ether was going nuts. And I lost about 275 Ethereum just trying to, just getting chopped up. I just got chopped up and lost about 275 Ether. So, oh, man. you know, it's not anywhere in the bonus of 70K, but, you know, 50 Bitcoin or 275 Ethereum. Yeah. At any, especially at, at high prices. You know, it's 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 a it's a pretty nice house, and oh, uh, that was just yeah, getting chopped up. Sure. And I could have just held it the whole time because, as we know, what happened. Yep. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, how? What would your advice be then? Because I I feel like your story there is very similar to a lot of people when they get into crypto. I know I did uh, very similar things, uh, at when I first started, you know, you jump in and everybody all of a sudden is a day trader. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, so what would your advice be to some of those people, you know, that are either getting in now or, or may have, or may have been doing the same exact thing? Yeah. Move slow is usually my first word of advice to anybody coming in. I actually have a, you know, you guys know, I run a very uh, large private community, mostly focused on education and stuff like that. But, uh, I had somebody recently, you know, Hey, I want to get on a BitMEX and you know, he's never traded before, you know? And so he wants to get on a BitMEX, use 10, 25 X leverage or something like that. <laughs> um, so with that being said, uh, you know, I always start by saying move slow for me. I was just really, and, and don't get me wrong. Like when I, when I was trying to swing trade ether, Crypto wasn't trendy. I mean, this was early 2017, right. and I had bought up some alts and started messing with crypto on a deeper level and buying more Bitcoin in 2015, 2016. So by then, I'd felt like, all right, well, the market's pretty safe. It's like pretty stable. There's not a lot of action. Like, not a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, so it wasn't like the crazy times. Like, I can only imagine the emotional toll that it took on people getting in in December, knowing that the market had pumped, you know, pumped its face off and just kind of hoping against hope. So you got to move really slow. And, and I wouldn't recommend that you start trying to trade with your entire stack. So people will say, all right, I got five grand, I'm going to throw into you throw into um, crypto, they throw five grand in and then they start making trades with five grand. Uh, you should be making trades with 500 if you start with five grand. You need to understand position sizing and risk management way more than you need to understand candlestick patterns, rising wedges, ascending triangles, RSI, whatever the case may be, uh, especially because TA doesn't work if you don't know risk management. So um, that's my advice to anyone starting out. Chamber, how do you feel about that advice? Some good advice. <laughs> I wish we had chatted a little earlier, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it's no, a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage. You, you make yeah. a very good point. Um, you know, when I when I got in, uh, I didn't I didn't come hot with my entire stack, but I came in with I came in hot with with a you know maybe a, you know twenty five thirty percent, um, but you know and then slowly buying dips at like you know thirteen k and ten k and eight k and yeah. Dude, when I was swing trading you know, ether, 
I would just do a market or I didn't even understand market and limit orders, you know, so. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, oh. I would just, I literally would just market buy a thousand ether and then panic market sell it like that's, five that's minutes a, later and yeah. then market and buy it again. And now he owns Bitcoin Rivado. There's hope for everyone, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you got, you got one more story for us. Did you say you had? Three? Yeah. Well, and then the third one is just in the more recent times. So obviously I had prepared myself pretty well. Um, you know, we kind of got put on the map because fortunately for me, when I went full-time in crypto at the end of last year, uh, middle end of last year, uh, so did a couple of my buddies and I'm in Chicago. And so I happened to connect with a couple of young guys who actually had a cryptocurrency hedge fund, a pretty, a pretty big one as well. And there were some younger guys kind of like me. And so, you know, I was very, very close to the inner circle of crypto, if you will. Uh, very er like early in my influencer stage, and I hate using that word, but just so just <laughs> to put it, it to just to only put it to in, context, only in quotes, like, though. you can always well, say in yeah, because I hate I hate I hate the OG stuff, I hate the influencer shit, I hate all that. But at the end of the day, it's just so important to remember that at at this point, I had been in crypto for a few years, but no one knew who I was or who Bravado was, right? So right. at that stage, before I had any of that clout or anything, before I knew anyone, I was very fortunate to be introduced and meet people who did know what they were doing. As a mm -hmm. result, the information that I was sharing in Bravado. Uh, ended up to be really, really valuable, and it was all for free. And so we kind of came up because we snapped on calling ZCL at $2 before anyone talked about it, calling Verge at 55 sat before McAfee pumped it, calling Venn at 20 cents. Um, and then that leads me to the Dragon Chain ICO. And that's just a, a, a couple, but the Dragon Chain ICO was really where we started to get our name out because we it was the only ICO that we were doing and it, a Dragon Chain was doing their ICO at a time where not a lot of money was being raised and they actually struggled to raise 15 million dollars and this is on October of 2017 so like ICOs are dead now alts are dead now alts and ICOs were dead back in October last year as well right. so they had all gotten wrecked and so we ended up being an affiliate to Dragon Chain Got to be careful how much I say, but we, we ended up being an affiliate <laughs> to Dragon Chain. And because there wasn't a lot raised and because of the pull that we started to grow, we actually ended up raising more money for Dragon Chain than anybody else. And wow. as a result, we got a we got a healthy chunk of a of a bonus, essentially. Yeah. Um, that that bonus, however, is is one that I'm contractually obligated to not sell all right. at one time or yeah. I, I'm, I'm on yeah. an agreement. Right. Yeah. So obviously, Dragon Chain uh, went 100x. You know, it went to yeah. five. It went to five bucks. Yeah. Uh, recently, as recently as like two weeks ago, it was 12 cents. Yeah. So just as a result oh, of a contractual God. obligation. Yeah. Um, and this is just, and again, this Dragon Chain was allotted to a few members of my team. So this is just me, not even the total stack. What's your Dragon score like, though? My slumber score at one point was 54 million. <laughs> so just to get you can try to do some backwards math on that but it maxes out wow. at 15 million so you know i've i've lost over seven figures in 2018 just holding dragon chain just holding you know? dragon so chain. Oh. that's a million dollar rex story yeah, you and, and uh, you and bully <laughs> dude i promised to buy so I, i've been pretty close to bully for a while and I, I i promised to pay off his student loans last year if dragon chain ever hit four dollars when it was six cents i was like yo dragon chain hits four dollars i'm gonna buy an island and i'm gonna pay off your student loans and uh, i didn't I didn't do either, so. <laughs> so so bully, you, bully, bully better hope uh, it happens again this right? whole season. Yeah. So, that's that's pretty funny. So, but that's I, it. I mean, yeah, just uh, just by having that, you know, tied up and, and stuff. And dude, if I didn't have it tied up, 
I wouldn't have sold it all. Right. I, right. I have a lot that I invested in the ICO that I could have sold, and I didn't sell all of that. Fortunately, right. I actually, I, I'm proud that I did take some profits between three and five dollars, but I didn't sell nearly enough. And so, if I did have access to it, I probably would have bagged it. It was just I was so overexposed to it because of that huge boost, yeah. and I was so focused on the money that I was investing in because that was yeah. all free money. So I was investing in all these other coins and doing well on those. And at the end of the day, it's a <clears> solid <throat> project too. With some, yeah, I like you it. know, it's it's yeah. something you'd like to hold too, right? You like to believe that it's got the future, and yeah. you don't think it's coming to twelve. I don't care how perma bear you are. You don't think it's coming to twelve cents um, after ICO a run like that. Didn't it? Six Did it cents. ICO six cents. Yeah. yeah. And there was no bonus or pre-sale or anything like that. No. I so the only way that a few people were able to get a bonus in quotes is because they had affiliate links, and there was only about ten people who had links. Right. Um, and there are some people that you definitely know, and then they would just split it up within a group, and they would get like some bonus tokens. But yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, it was six cents. So wow. I've been wrecked at all stages of the game, folks. That's, that, that, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of, you know, kind of what we're what we're able to talk about and stuff on this show is it shows kind of, you know, anybody who's new or anybody who, you know, is in these spots now that like, you know, with hard work and learning and knowing what you're doing, like it's unavoidable. You're going to get wrecked at every stage in the game, but you can recover and really be successful uh, at the same time. So, no doubt. Uh, again, Chamber, I hope you took notes. <laughs> Chamber, just, did you I'm just writing down the transcript. Part of uh, yeah, I still have some dragon. What's um, a slumber? I score? have some dragon I too. Really I actually it... have a quite of a, a large so, bag of dragon. I could try to tell you what it is, but I'm sure Birch will do do a better job. Yeah. Is it like staking? Um, yeah, you could say yeah. that. You essentially, if you don't move your dragon from from the wallet that it that it was sent to uh the longer you keep it in that wallet so long you hodl it the higher and there's i don't know the equation but it makes your slumber score higher up to there's a, certain a amount. huge formula on yeah, the it's website like some huge like, formula. yeah it's crazy it's some serious it. so it basically it, incentivizes you to hold on to it and yeah to, so and then you got like benefits too like you get yep. into icos and, and stuff like that that was cool. kind of the thing is that icos were kind of a part of dragon chain's early pitch they've since pivoted pretty heavily but um what did they pivot to I, I so kind of, I, they um, do a lot of wrecked the, NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> they're wrecked NASCAR. Uh, I made a good meme on that after that car crash. It was pretty I, tight. I think I saw that. <laughs> I, I think we may have quoted yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they they're doing um, you know business as a service and like incubation and uh, they're doing a lot of de development work and they want to be a they want to be a platform that companies can build on. But a bigger part of their pitch back in the day was an ICO platform and the slumber score was to give you either earlier access or more discounts or better access right. or better bonuses mm -hmm. to ICO. So yeah. cool, awesome, yeah, awesome. Man. I well, thought thanks. I had a pretty decent slumber score for a while and then you mentioned what yours was. It so. was fifty four million. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. mine wa mine wasn't fifty four million. Yeah, Chambers was fifty four. <laughs> yeah, just 54. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. awesome, man. Thanks for sharing those. Um, we also, you know, like to let the audience get to know you a little personally with however you interpret this question. You know, we've had we've had literally every answer you could think of as opposed to or in in regards to how people interpret this. Share us a share a real life wreck story with us. All right. No problem. Uh, my lights from motion sensor, so they all just turned off. <laughs> um, yeah, so real life wrecked. You know, we've all had our, we've all, everyone's got, everyone's got something, everyone's got their thing. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I didn't grow up. It wasn't super easy. You know, where I grew up, I was raised by a single dad, blue collar worker. Um, I was, 
I was homeless at a young age and, you know, really had, uh, you know, really had a lot of personal struggles uh, growing up. And, and some of that rolls over to, to real life. And so when I was, when I was a little bit younger, um, I, was, I was pretty reckless. I think it's where some of my degen trading and gambling habits come from. But it's also like where some of my work ethic and hustle comes from, too. Uh, and kind of why I've been able to be resilient through crypto in the last three years. But um, when I was about 19 years old, I uh, dropped out of uh, college so that way I could start a business. And um, this was huge for me. You know, I had no money in the bank, but I was my whole career that that I had envisioned was in sales. And so I was in a call center at 16 years old. My old boss would call me the LeBron James of call centers because I literally started when I was like 12. <laughs> the chosen on the phone. one. Yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just a call center junkie because you can make a lot of money in sales. Quick shout out to anyone out there who's hustling yeah. in sales. Yeah. I, saw, I started a call center. Yeah. I started a call yeah. center. Yeah, and <laughs> my friends were making seven bucks an hour. I was making 14 bucks an hour. So it was, and they were working at the Olive Garden getting their degree and I was working at a call center slinging deals. Um, but at, at the particular call center I worked at, I knew I could sell that product without the company I worked for. And I knew I could, I could kind of be the middleman and I could cut that guy out and, I kind of I kind of weaseled my way out of the company and started my own company selling the exact same thing to the exact same leads and selling the the leads to the same back end person, um, and so I dropped out of college to, to do this initiative and I took on twenty five thousand dollars in leads loaned to me from the guy who uh, was doing the lead providing, and I started this business and we ended up making um, a couple hundred thousand dollars in a few months. Like this was very lucrative. Wow. It, was a, it was a debt settlement company. Um, and so we were doing really, really well. And then I got a letter from, um, li literally from the, the bank saying that they were freezing our accounts and shutting our accounts down. And then we later found out that the industry that we were in, which was debt consolidation, uh, was undergoing a lot of changes. And, and to, to make kind of a long story short, basically because of some bad actors in this space, uh, my young company um, ended up having to not only shut down and go out of business because of a couple of uh, changes within the law, mm -hmm. but all the money that I had made in, in a short period of time and everything that I put into it, we actually had to refund to all of our clients, and we had what? already spent we had Joel spent that, some money. Joel, that's a, we spent the weekend together and you know kind of connected on every conversations, but it's really funny that you say that because my husband, who is also the CEO of my current crypto project was in the same space as you doing was debt you, settlement at the same time. Back then when it got shut down? Back then. Yeah, so you know he what I'm was talking make, But he was a big player down here in Florida. And I was, was in Florida making, at the time. Were you really? Okay. Yeah, I was in Orlando. He was in Jacksonville where I am, North Florida, um, making uh, millions. I mean, they were big time. Mm -hmm. And he went through the mm -hmm. exact same thing that you did with debt consolidation and everything it, else. Same thing, so, right. So yeah. that was a crazy time. So I'm, yeah. I, it's crazy that, that happened to you too. I was, Florida, for those of you who don't know, is is uh it's well for me personally it's a relatively terrible state but so is illinois and i live in chicago i, I personally not a fan of florida because chicago has some shit chicago's Birch. messed up don't get me wrong but what i will say about florida is that they uh it's call center heaven if you if you want to sell timeshares or vacation packages or yeah. debt settlement or cars yeah. like you go down there and make a ton of money in sales but anyways it ended up costing me at 19 years old recently dropped out of college it ended up costing me uh, a lot, a lot of money. It cost, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it almost bankrupted me. Like I was able to mm -hmm. avoid some serious, yeah. some serious trouble, but it cost me a lot of money. And then because of the way I dropped out of school, I had a 1.8 GPA. My university <laughs> wouldn't let me back in. So then I had to go out and, you know, take out loans and go through this process to get back into school and get another job. And um, I spent years failing at, at multiple startups before, uh, you know, I finally hit it big with uh, the company. In 2013, I hit it big with Grubhub and, and the rest is history. So that was kind of where my career took off. But uh, it was an, it was another 
test for me, no doubt, in my wow. young in my young life. At That's nineteen, awesome. that was a lot to handle. That's it's totally a lot to handle yeah. at any age. I had a pregnancy scare at nineteen. That's all. Your I had a pregnancy scare the same month. I think so. Oh, Wait, I, yeah, I, I had a pregnancy scare <laughs> at nineteen, and I you. and I ended up actually having a baby at nineteen. So, me, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I just uh, ran. I head for the hills. <laughs> I lost my keys the other day. I thought I was gonna die. You guys <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man, that's that's a crazy story. But thanks for sharing. It's it's always cool to hear kind of where um you know each of our guests come from personally and you know to take you know some common denominators and you can see how people really are the way they are as far as successfulness and things like that so it's pretty cool thanks for a lot of sleepless nights as you guys can attest to i I feel like a majority of the people that we talk to that are really hustling and making it happen had the hardest upbringing uh to kind of uh, you know, set the stage for you yeah. know, what it takes to survive. And uh, those are the coolest stories. Well, me. you always see like, I mean, it relates to kind of similar things with professional athletes and things like yeah, that, where, absolutely. you know, some yeah. of these guys, it's, it's the only option they have that kind of saves them from, you know, a, a really terrible yeah. life. And so you well, got Birch is the LeBron James of call center. He's That's LeBron right. James of call center. I like you a little <laughs> bit more now, Birch, now that the, I know your story. Not that I disliked you, but I like you a little no, bit. No, I mean, we've, we, you know, I we've got, all had our... got to hand it over to the hustle, so. Yeah, we've all had our moments, but. Yeah. That's cool, man. So uh, appreciate that. So we are going to get to our news segment. <laughs> So, Chamber, you want to kick us off? I sure do. So, um, (laughs) fresh off the press, (laughs) North Korea set to host its first ever international crypto conference. I think that should be the event where we uh, where we we perform live as a crew. Where we all go. (laughs) This is our first event. Okay, I'm on Twitter today, and everybody's talking about this, and Shil Nye says. Oh, I've already been talking about them to be a speaker. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, think, you're going to go over there and never come back. It's going to be. No, no, no. We I used think we to go. love you. I'm, gonna bu- I'm booking the tickets right now for Pyongyang. Let's we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go hang out with Dennis Rodman. We'll be wearing yeah. potcoin shirts. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, Birch, how, how, uh, how much of a uh, Easter egg would they have to give you to go to the North Korea conference? No. They'd have to do a lot more than give me flight and hotel. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to North Korea. <laughs> I'm not going to. No- I'm not even an American citizen. I'm not. I'm not trying to mess around. They won't even come save me. I'm an. I'm an immigrant from England. America would be like, not Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I moved here when I was about four. Oh wow. So that's with my dad. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's but awesome. Nevertheless, no, I'm not going to Korea. No Korea. Not All interested. Right. Chamber, uh, what do you I'm think? I'm definitely you going. going. I'll, I, yeah, anything I can get my hands on these days. So. You and Dennis Rodman can go hang yeah. out. Um, I'll Skype. And then, you. and then Coin Easy can make a uh, uh, Pepe Dap about me. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. There you go. That's great. Perfect. Um, I have one that is my. I just think this story is funny. Bitcoin investors have been brainwashed, says the Wolf of Wall Street. So Jordan Belfort. Yeah, this is Jordan Belfort, who spent 22 months in prison uh, and was ordered to pay back 110 million in restitution to victims of his pump and dump uh, penny stock scams. Basically, said that you know 
he he was a scammer. He had it down to a science. It's exactly what's happening to Bitcoin with Bitcoin. He said, um, you know, it's boom or bust. And he says, you know, no, everybody's being brainwashed. It's a scam. So, uh, That's such Birch, what do you, yeah. What do you think about this? <laughs> listen, I, I, no, listen, people are not in a call center calling from Bitcoin Incorporated to right. your grandma and your grandfather and your and your mom and your dad and convincing them to buy Bitcoin. That's BitConnect. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> he's thinking of the wrong thing. Bitcoin is 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 currently completely owned by traders, um, not 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 so much retail investors and it's only going to continue to be uh, no, come on. Let's what he did was literally call people, lie to them about what a particular uh, coin or penny stock would would do. Said that this particular medicine cured cancer, and then would pump the price and then dump it. Yeah, right. That's uh, I don't think anyone can make that correlation to Bitcoin. Is there manipulation? Hell yeah, there's manipulation. It's an emerging asset class. It's worth a hundred billion dollars. It's not that hard to move. Um, especially a lot of other currencies are not that hard to move, but that, that's not to say that the actual that calling Bitcoin doing that is like saying that all of the that, that the entire penny stock industry is a scam as well, and that's not true. These are real companies. They're just traded on a smaller right. exchange than the New York Stock Exchange, right? They're just worth less money, but uh, and there's certainly nefarious actors, not just on the penny stock exchanges, but on the New York Stock Exchange as well. Some of the biggest scam artists that exist. Are traded on the New York Stock Exchange, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, etc. So, uh, if we're talking about Bitcoin being a being a scam in that in that way, or some type of Ponzi scheme or pump and dump, I mean that's just an ignorant thing to say. The, the reason that those coins or those penny stocks pump and dumped is because he because of him, not because they were scams necessarily. And on a separate note, is anybody else genuinely offended when they actually see Jordan Belfort? You know, after watching Wolf of Wall Street, like. I'm used to seeing him. I, I watch Wolf of Wall Street like it's once a week. It's one of my favorite movies. It's, it's one of the best movies ever made. I'll stand by that. You watch it once a week? Oh, my goodness. It's like my favorite movie. Isn't it like three and a half hours long? Yeah, I do a lot of work from home. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, every time. Yeah, exactly. Every time I see his actual face, it's like offensive to me. I'm like, hey, you're supposed to look like Leo. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> He's a sorry version of himself, man. It's he not... is a sorry version well, of himself. Well, I just think it's interesting that now all of a sudden he's coming out and and trying to be this white knight like you know oh get out of crypto it's a scam i should know i scammed people <laughs> like dude you got to be kidding me like how could anybody trust anything you say one and then you know i think there's a difference cuz last year he came out saying that uh you know icos were the biggest scam ever and that people were going to you know lose all their money and there's a lot of really honest people who are going to get slaughtered is what he said and like you know at least with ICOs there is some kind of similarity to you know a a penny stock if you will like but I mean to say that about Bitcoin they're completely different and it shows a lot of ignorance I think on his part um you know but how would Birch how would you describe you know or how do you describe Bitcoin and crypto to you know people in your life or that you meet that that really don't know much about it like how do you how could you kind of talk the opposite side of this instead of just scream that it's a scam yeah to be completely frank with you i have a very dry sense of humor so i do usually tell people it's a ponzi scam <laughs> that's great uh, to be fair when people ask me what i do it's I like say, you're sitting I, at the bar right yeah exactly. i'm like ah, oh, well i trade this ponzi scheme it's no big deal 
you know, whatever. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't, I actually, you know, I, I try to be pretty transparent when I'm talking. I, I try not, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to go out and try to get my friends and family to buy crypto. Uh, they had their chance. I tried to get them to buy crypto in 2016. So, um, <laughs> you know, how I explain it to a, to a non-corner is probably pretty similar to how you guys do. I basically say, listen, it's, it's a speculative asset. It's a digital currency. And most people believe more in the technology that it's built on uh, than, the, than, than Bitcoin being something that replaces the dollar. What a lot of people think when they know that I'm involved in Bitcoin, which at this point is everybody in my personal life since I doxed myself last year, but they basically are like, well, you, you can't spend it. Do you, do you think Bitcoin's going to replace the dollar? Uh, you know, are you going to get paid in Bitcoin? And it's like, well, I do get paid in Bitcoin, but and you can spend it. But um, I, you know, I tell people that for me personally, I don't. I actually don't believe Bitcoin's going to be a global currency that replaces. I, I really don't. Um, I think I don't that either. you know, I, I really don't. So um, I do think it's a, a hell of a money making opportunity, and I know that's going to offend some people, uh, but that's the reality. That's why I bought Bitcoin, um, you know, way back in the day. Uh, but I do really, really, really love the doors that Bitcoin's opened. And so I try to tell okay, people. Okay, I got to interrupt and say, because I'm a, a uh, I say like I'm neutral to Bitcoin. I'm, I'm all for mass adoption and whoever wins that. Uh, I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. I firmly, I'm a big Mike Novogratz fan. And I firmly believe that Bitcoin now at this point is more of a store of value. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do you feel like, are you more leaning towards anybody being currency at this point or do you think it's still to come i, I don't think we've probably seen it yet they, they, it may be hidden somewhere on coin market cap uh, i doubt it you know i think that if we're if if we're going to move to a completely digital currency it's probably going to be something that's issued from the government but hopefully uh, uh, utilizing some of this technology and that's you know that that's probably a whole nother episode is just talking about you know <laughs> yeah, speculation absolutely. on what might or may not happen with bitcoin yeah. um but the doors that bitcoin's open and the industry that bitcoin's created that's where i see real opportunity i'm a bitcoin maximalist 75 percent of my portfolio right now is bitcoin uh that you know so in that sense uh i i don't necessarily think any of these alts are out here are going to save the day either but um you know time time will kind of tell I have a lot yeah. of opinions on blockchain and what the future of it might look like. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I, a lot of people, you know, have in their bios on Twitter, their cryptocurrency enthusiasts or whatever. But my project itself, I'm more of a blockchain enthusiast. I'm not really for cryptocurrencies. I, I think it's great, and I think that's, you know, one will be the winner. But my whole thing that I feel like is really it's going to change everything is blockchain. So yeah, Web three Hopefully, yeah, yes, or a blockchain competitor. So yep. there's other there's other technologies that exist yep. that try to do the same thing, that try to solve the same problems, and and it may not be blockchain. Blockchain may be maybe Betamax. You know, yeah, blockchain right, may be VHS. Well, I'm a big uh, quantum uh, computing, uh, quantum theory nerd. So I'm still waiting on quantum computers to take over blockchain <laughs> and everything else. I just bought some quantum today. Hey, we got some. We got some actually. Uh, in our la- one of our last episodes, we had somebody recommended to us. I forget who it was, uh, but we. So we got some. I mean, we have, have a node in outer space, so it's I think cool. so. So um, awesome, man! Thank you. That's uh, so. That'll wrap up our news segment. We are going to give you the wrecked podcast wreck test. Get wrecked. <laughs> 
Sweet. Dun, dun, dun. Chamber, take it away. So, um, I'm going to give you five questions, Birch. Okay. Answer as honestly as you'd like. And then uh, it's just to kind of rate to see how you're, you're set up for the next bull run, for the next alt, you know, alt season. <laughs> I feel like I could already answer these for Birch, but let's <laughs> well, go. <laughs> well, we're going to let him answer himself. Yeah, let, yeah, I think, you write I, your answers down and uh, see if you compare. See if they match up. So question number one, is your portfolio currently more than 70% alts? No. Good. All right. That's good. Well, there you go. I you said am I just yes or no, or do I say? Just yes or no. If yeah. you want to elaborate, all right. that's all right, too. He said About 75% he's a Bitcoin ma- maximalist yeah, for the most part, right? right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know you were a maximalist. Uh, maximalist is probably not the right word, but I'm just not stupid enough to hold alts for the last six months. That's fair. That's, that's probably <laughs> yeah. a strong way to More say it. More a realist. No, a it's realist. like Donnie. You know Donnie Crypto. Oh, yeah. He came on and we asked him the same question, and he was like, no, I don't trade on Cryptopia because I'm not poor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, something that, that's something he would say. Yeah, that's definitely exactly. something he would say. <laughs> uh, so question number two, uh, do you use more than three times leverage on BitMEX? I'm currently in a, um, right now I'm in a 10x. Ooh. It's doing very well, actually. For those That's of good. you who are listening, Bitcoin just had a huge yeah, pump. Yeah, it's, uh, did it? I haven't even checked. I've been, tra- yeah. I've been bitmexing all day. So we're at no, the guys, okay, I was right in now. Chicago yesterday at lunch, and Birch is like talking to Nye about these like little coins that he's trading. Like he's literally nonstop in the game. He's constantly trading, like constantly looking for the next pump. Like this guy is all over it. He's yeah, all over 69, it. We're at 6912 right now. 7100. Right. I'll close this puppy out. Let's get it. <laughs> there yes. we go. Yeah. You heard that, Chamber. I'm uh, loving it. All right. That might win you the bet, by the I way. I know. I'm getting late. Um, yeah, I only got a couple more days left. That's true. Um, so question number three, do you own either Verge or Tron currently? No, not currently, but it's really funny that you... <laughs> It's really funny that you mentioned that because within the next 24 hours, I'll be, I'll, I'll hold a bag of Verge. Oh, interesting. Good for you. And now, no, scams pump the hardest. Scams <laughs> pump the hardest. Scams sure do, do pump the hardest. That's what That's we funny. say here. All right. Uh, question number four. Do you, <laughs> do you own a hardware wallet? Yes, several. 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 Several's the right answer. That right? is the right answer. That's, that's the that's the cool cat answer. All of the guys uh, that are like real deals always say yes, several. Yeah. So the chambers <laughs> over there. I'm going to buy another just one. Just so, so anyone listening knows, knows, they're not in one location. They're not all here. I don't have access to all of them. <laughs> so that's, that's the first time somebody said that though. Don't go Robert After spending the weekend in Chicago yeah. at the conference, uh, you should look into crypto crypto key stack. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm familiar with them. They're doing cool if stuff. You're, uh, you know, writing your your private keys down on a piece of paper, they can don't do that. Sh- die several... in a fire, and you should look into crypto key stack because yeah, even I have Jameson several wallets too. They're just them, so. empty. All of them are empty. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. Yeah, I was joking the other day that I, I plugged my ledger in, and now it's just all dust that I have to convert to BNB. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time before CZ takes over us all, anyway. So. No, Beeksy's taking over. Oh, you right. Of here. I hope. That's right. All right, All right last more. question, last question. Um, is Cryptopia in your top three favorite exchanges? No. 
<laughs> not at all. <laughs> insert Donny. Insert Donny Crypto quote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's just there's not no. I mean, I've I've dabbled on Cryptopia for sure, but uh, the liquidity there's just so much of a liquidity problem. I can't even trade on like KuCoin a lot of the time. That's true. Yeah, um, that's true. I I have made some great money on Cryptopia in the beginning of my trading journey, which is the smallest shit coins. Uh, but there's, there is a real problem with the, the bigger problem that I have is that on almost all of these exchanges, and honestly, I'm calling out Bittrex and Binance too. They're not built for traders. What, what is? What am I supposed to do with two order types? What, right. what, That's true. What am I supposed to do with no stop losses, KuCoin? How, you know, what am I supposed to do? That's not trading. Maybe, maybe we can talk to Ian Bellina about that now. Yeah, if you want to buy some crypto <laughs> and then transfer it off to your ledger, like sure, go buy some shitcoin on C Cryptopia, send it off to an Ether wallet, and sit on it for two years. But you can't trade on those exchanges. There's no, you can't, you can't trade. It is, on those. It's tough. Beaksy, 20, 20 order types at launch November, early November. I am on the same page with you guys. I'm serious. I I am not affiliated right, with Beaksy, Beaksy, but like at this conference, Beaksy, <laughs> I am sold. You guys, I'm so sold. I'll send right. you guys the check for the for the ad. <laughs> I want a referral link and some uh, Bixi coin or whatever. That's, that's funny. How do how do you do, Chamber? Looking pretty good. I mean, uh, less than uh, less than seventy percent alts. Uh, a little bit of action on Bitmax. Currently, no no verge. That might be changing soon. Lots of he's wallets. Bitcoin bravado, guys. Like he's chill. He's good. No, he's he's solid. You're looking you're looking you're looking. The sweet team's the a lot one. better than I am. I'm surrounded by some awesome folks. Man. That's awesome. They're, they're way better than me. We got the next the next segment we'd have here is called the purge. So what the purge is is it's just like the movie or the new upcoming television show I guess I saw a ad for. Um, but you can you can with no questions asked, no consequences purge any crypto project out there that you uh, you just hate or once wrecked you, a scorned lover, whatever. Um, the catch is you cannot use anything that our guests have already used. So I'm going to read you what they have used already. So we've purged Tron, Ripple, Ethereum, Verge, EOS, Bcash, and Tether. So now I you can't wait to hear what his answer is. <laughs> it probably won't surprise you. Maybe it will, but it's 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 Z Classic. That fucking coin's got to die, man. It's <laughs> Z, really? Z Classic is a coin that, again, we kind of came up on telling everyone that we were interested in Z Classic at about a dollar, about a dollar eighty, two dollars. It went to two hundred and fifty dollars, if you guys recall. So oh, that was a crazy, I actually crazy. had God. someone come up to me at a conference and tell me that he made ten million dollars on that call, oh, and my I called, God. I called bullshit on it until he showed me. Real talk <laughs> wow. showed me this trade. So I mean, he he put. He was putting a hundred thousand dollars in trades. I mean, he had a lot of money, but he he snapped on this. So, anyways, <clears throat> your boy Bitcoin Birch, I sold it at five dollars, and then <laughs> nice. I bought it again at at about two hundred. Sold it at like one hundred and eighty before it went to two fifty. So that thing's uh, gonna uh, die. Not to mention sad. the fact that it's a that that it's that it's a scam, and it you know it's it for some reason for some reason it's still trying to pump. There, there's going to continue to be forks that come off of Z Classic. That's one scam. I don't think I'll buy again. That's a good one. All right, so we're purging Purge Z it. Classic. Yeah, that's a Done. good one. That's I like one. that. That's an original um, answer because you'd expect someone to say Ripple or Tron, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah when when honestly, saying, I'm yeah. going to be buying a lot of Ripple if it hits 20 Speaking cents. Speaking of forks, have you guys heard about Bcash is talking about forking? Yeah, I saw that today. I saw some weird Roger Veer video uh, that he was talking about on a stream saying he was going to fork on um, 
Bitcoin Cash and send, uh, you know, free money to anyone who was holding it. So, you know, that's a <laughs> so that's going to pump it. So yep. <laughs> go ahead exactly. and market. And I, I think I, w- I, I, I've been on and off this podcast tonight because I'm just now back in town from Chicago. My kids are going insane. Uh, I think I missed the news. Oh, no, but I've been seeing that all over Twitter the other day with or yesterday. Uh, oh, the hodl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't oh, call him trader. It's not hodl, it's hodl. That's old though. That's from uh, last year. I remember seeing that back in the beginning of this year or end of last year. Really? So, yeah, I don't know who that Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's old. No, it's, I know for a fact I've seen it before. I know for a fact. I and I actually think I've <laughs> seen that guy. He's not on Twitter, at a he's not a real person. I think he's I've a... actually seen him at a conference. He's a crisis actor. Plus <laughs> he yeah. <laughs> anyway all right so that was the purge we got z classic for the purge next and our final segment is the wrecked index brutal savage wrecked so the wrecked index uh birch is where you're gonna give us your uh you know your top three projects that you're interested in or that you think are going to perform well over the next uh, couple months we actually put our money where our mouth is here and we actually buy a small bag of everything that everybody's suggested to us uh chamber do we have an update on our um on our index when did you start the podcast we Uh, it's june the end of june so some things were very wrecked on some things (laughs) anybody could have thrown a dart at we're mildly (laughs) wrecked yeah so we we're mildly wrecked what do we got chamber so uh you know Today's a, today's a pretty good day, actually. Um, we are up today in USD up 4%, uh, BTC up a half point, but overall uh, up 35.5% Ether value, down 17% on USD, and about flat on BTC. So looking all right. Oh, that's not terrible. All right. So we've done all right. So, Birch, what do you got for us, man? All right. Well, you know, I've got a lot of favorites if I was if I were building a portfolio and and I am. So um, I'm going to start with Tomo. Ooh. You guys know about you guys know about Tomo. I do um, know about Tomo. Tomo is definitely and, and I'm trying to give you guys a few that I'm actually you know, I mean, these are ones that I'm looking to take some some positions in pretty soon. That's what um, we're looking for. You know, these are these are ones that, that I think are are pretty well bottomed out. I mean, Tomo is absolutely destroyed. And in the last uh, couple of weeks, we've seen a huge influx in volume that hasn't uh, that kind of came out of nowhere and it's been steady and the price has been steadily increasing with it. So rising price, rising volume is usually it's one of my KuCoin gems. It's bunch a good of. one. So, yep. Oh, so to- Tomo. And then uh, so the next one, uh, you know, I really like is, is Wax. Are you guys familiar with Wax? Oh, yeah, I am not. I'm not. I All held right, a big so, bag of wax for a while. I made some money on that one, actually. Yeah, wax. Yeah, wax would have made you some money in the past, and then it's actually been one of the more stable coins um, of the last few months, and it's backed by an incredible team that I've had the pleasure of getting to know a little bit. About a seventy-three million dollar market cap, and it's it's one of the best use cases for crypto because uh, I think that one of the best use cases for crypto is gaming, game skins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not spending a thousand Bitcoin on any game skins, but. <laughs> Game skins, nonetheless, and, and, and gaming upgrades. Jay and, get walking there. <laughs> yeah, a little, little slight dig. Um, I've personally spent like $300 on Madden 19 already this year. And it oh, me too. came right, out like two weeks ago. I'm going to need to get ago. your handle then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I know there's money in that space. And so uh, Wax, is, is a, I'm a fan of. 
And then uh, at this price, especially, Decred is ready to rock. So I'm, I'm about nice. to load up on Decred. It's, We're just talking it's, about it's, Decred. It's an OG coin. It's a top 50 OG coin that I've never really had a lot of exposure to. I've definitely traded it before, um, mostly last year in, in 2017. Um, I'm ready to go. And Decred looks absolutely gorgeous right now. So uh, I'm ready to rock on Decred. Cool. Those are some good ones. Where can we get my favorite? Those are my three favorite picks we've had so far. Really? Well, that's good. It sounds like, well, you always say that uh, you're waiting for somebody to pick bags that you have. Yeah. Or at least bags that that I like. (laughs) So you can get wax on uh, Bittrex and um, KuCoin. So I'd go Bittrex so you can roll stop losses. I'm, you know, just just on that note, any alt that I'm, I'm finally getting exposure to alts for the first time since mostly March. If you guys followed Whiskey Wednesday back in March or April or May, I mean, back in April and March, we were. Uh, after that, after the little rally on on alts, that was pretty much when I bailed on everything. That's pretty much when I bailed too, actually. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't sell the top. I took profit a little bit early on a lot of those pumps, but it's been good in hindsight. And so uh, stop losses are important. This could be a this could be a relief or a dead cat. Uh, we could definitely see some more downside, especially your, versus Bitcoin. Yeah, what is your kind of overall view on the market? Uh, you know where we're at now. I mean, obviously today we saw. You know, a nice little pump. We've kind of been steadily growing over the last couple, you know, days to the week or so. Um, you know, do you think this is a true reversal? Do you think it's a dead cat? What do you think? So the the only thing that gives me some optimism uh, across the entire market is that this kind of bounce has been less of an aggressive bounce. It's been a little bit more sideways and slow moving for the last few weeks. And that's what I was really hoping for. The last two major market cap bounces we had were pretty aggressive and so they happened a little too quickly Uh, also though if you follow like market cap cycle you we've all seen the um you know the stock market cycle chart with the you know we you know what i'm talking about i never know where i am i'm I'm always capitulating i don't know so there's this there's there's a part on that where you basically i guess people on the podcast can't see me but you you basically you retest a common support and then you just capitulate underneath it and kind of fish Mm -hmm. hook you know you kind of fish hook under it and like that's that final capitulation. Yep. If you look at the market cap, uh, if you do any type of market cap analysis, uh, I've been very bullish on a $250 billion market cap floor since February. I mean, there's a tweet that I made in February when the market cap was like 450, 500 billion, and I said 250 is the floor. And we hit 250, and then we bounced, then we hit 250, we bounced, we hit 250 again, we bounced. Then we hit 250, we finally broke down. And I, I really think that when we broke down that 250 on that last time, that's that capitulation, and now we might fish hook. So I guess to answer your question fairly, as I try to keep these lights on, um, <laughs> I would say that if we can find any type of support above $250 billion total market cap, it's going to be a time where my Bitcoin um, allocation comes down to at least 50%, maybe a little bit less, as I start to load up on alts. Um, otherwise, right now, I'm just looking for some swing plays. I'm looking for some you know tight moves, and uh, that's kind of how, how I'm playing it. So. That's a really awesome explanation of that. I think it's yeah. uh, super easy for people to understand. Uh, everybody has seen that stock market chart. If you haven't seen it, we will post it on our Twitter when we post this episode. Because if you haven't seen it, you're just not looking hard enough because it's definitely uh, because there. it's there every day, pretty much. So, uh, but that's awesome. I think that's a really easy way for people to think about you know the market as a whole in a long term uh, spot there. So thanks for yeah. that. Yeah, and with Bitcoin, just as a final note, you know, Bitcoin, I really do think 
I can't be 100% sure right now. I think there could be, you know, no one's 100% sure. And I'm, I'm trying to be prepared either way. I think there could be some more downside on Bitcoin. I, th I think that we could. So Bitcoin's down about 65, 70% year over year. Everything else is down 90%. The market on mm -hmm. average is down like 80%. So if anything, Bitcoin has a little bit more give. And, and we've all seen how closely correlated Bitcoin pumps, alts get wrecked. Bitcoin dumps, alts get wrecked. This may be the one pivot in the market where Bitcoin, once we hit that 71, 72, maybe we retest 7,800. We could then see we could say an aggressive move down on Bitcoin that doesn't affect alts as much. And if we do start to see that happening, that's going to be that could be a mini alt season where we can gain a lot of Bitcoin in the alt market while Bitcoin gets destroyed down to 4,800, 5,200, you know, wherever that range might be. And then the market's finally, you know, finally bottomed out. So I'd be perfectly happy with that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be because, you know, too. most people are holding a lot of alts and it could be an opportunity. Um, but don't sleep on Bitcoin both ways. I think it's an op opportunity both ways is, you know, no doubt. You, I mean, people are chomping at the bit for they've been calling a $4,000 Bitcoin since, you know, well, half of Twitter or whatever it has. And, yeah. But, uh, you know, like I'm personally sitting with a lot of cash. I'm pretty much out of the market except for my Bitcoin and my cash. I haven't hold held any alts in my personal portfolio in a long time and yeah. i'm kind of waiting for this so i'm you know the problem with me now is i don't know exactly when it is to get back in so you know i'm kind of a lot of people get caught waiting <laughs> waiting for confirmation and right. i would just try to stress that you know by the time you get confirmation you do risk missing out on some gains but if that's where these bitches that's where are down 90 percent Right. But they they can go down 70 percent from here just to get, you know, just to really bottom out. Um, if you're not comfortable, then then miss a 30 percent gain to set yourself up for a better long term position. If you're ready to, you know, but if you're comfortable making some tight moves and you're comfortable, you know, with, with your risk management and you know how to set stop losses at a place where, you know, it makes sense for you and you know how to buy support. This is probably a pretty good time to buy alts. And that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm finally doing it. So cool. You heard it here first, everybody. So that's uh, that was some awesome trading centric advice so we appreciate that for sure so um that does it for us in our segments is there anything else that you want to talk about where can people find you um you know anything that you want to you know get the word out on floor's yours thank you well yeah thank you guys again so much for having me on i really appreciate it i love doing these podcasts because it's a great way uh, to kind of share share different experiences and I think that's the best way to learn so I've done a couple of podcasts and we usually just find ourselves talking about stories that I think can help and uh, and, I, and I hope I can continue to help do that you know I co-founded bravado after a few years in the space because I wanted to find uh, I wanted really a community that I could trust I wanted a, a like-minded group of people that wanted to learn about crypto with me and and wanted to kind of go along that journey and I've been fortunate in the last year to build a team of over 10 people um, we also manage a, a fully licensed and, uh, and and very above board fund. And so now what we use is, is we have this great group of traders, we have this great group of researchers, we have this great group of analysts, and they all work together within my community to help other people learn and make some successful trades. So you can find me, um, I'm at Bitcoin Birch on Twitter. You can find Bravado's free Telegram, 45,000 subscribers, one of the largest yeah, private huge. Telegrams. <laughs> It's just a few more than ours. No big deal. <laughs> one of the private, never done a cross promo or any of that bullshit. One of the largest pr private telegrams on earth That's uh, in crypto. That's yeah. And you can find us uh, at uh, Bitcoin Bravado on Telegram. And if you are interested in learning a little bit more about some of the more uh, specialty services we offer, um, even ones that don't cost any money, you can check that out at trybravado.com. 
That's cool. Um, speaking of, you know, your team, I heard, uh, uh, I think he's with you um, at Bravado, uh, Crypto Biggie or Notorious BTC. He was on uh, Crypto Street. Shout out to those guys. He was really good on the show the other day. So that was cool, too. So check him out if you haven't listened to that. I listened to that show, too. He was very good on that. Yeah, show. Biggie was just here in Chicago. Uh, we have him in quite a bit. He's actually, he's a, he's a, he's a really astute trader. Um, he's been around for for a little bit now and uh you know he he works really hard within our community as well so crypto yeah, street cool yeah story too, shout right? out i've been on that show twice and i really yeah. enjoyed that so uh hopefully i'll be on your show three times by the end of the year for real but that's hopefully awesome. not with any more stories only positive only positive stories so exactly. i bought tomo and it went to zero <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and so we bought we. tomo and it went to zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's cool thank you very much again for coming on we really appreciate having you um so you heard it Find them, uh, check out Bitcoin Bravado. And, um, you know, for, as for us, check us out on our Telegram channel, t.me backslash rect underscore podcast. We're still trying to grow that. Yeah, um, we got a know, muscular 190 uh, yeah. subscribers. Well, you know, well, no big deal. I think, you know, people aren't, uh, are, we have our Twitter and our Telegram usage is very different. So um, no come doubt. join us there because we're always chatting like 24-7 on, on Telegram. So um, check us out on Twitter, Rekt underscore podcast. Um, give us a review. Leave us your Rekt stories. Uh, tell us we suck, whatever you want. Just uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Help us get up there. And then we will leave you today, as always, with our BitMEX Rekt of the Week. This came uh, about 40 minutes before we started recording the podcast podcast tonight it was a liquidated short so you can all rejoice uh on bitcoin uh of eight million three hundred fifty one thousand three hundred and sixteen contracts at six thousand nine hundred twenty seven dollars that's, that's a spice of meatball that, that sure is uh, Bert, you ever you ever taken one that big not that big nope no. i've lost a I've lost a hundred thousand contracts before on liquidation, but that yeah. Well, no, not, thank God it wasn't million. eight million. That's uh, that's a big one. So, but anyway, man, thank you, thank you again for coming on. We appreciate it. Um, as, as for everybody else, uh, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice.